Morning Prayer on the 5th of January. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. You laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, who has clothed me with the garments of salvation, and has covered me with the cloak of integrity. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth puts forth her blossom, and as seeds in the garden spring up, so shall God make righteousness and praise blossom before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her deliverance shines out like the dawn, and her salvation is a burning torch. The nations shall see your deliverance, and all rulers shall see your glory. Then you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of God will give. You shall be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Psalm 48 The refrain is, We have waited on your loving kindness, O God. We have waited on your loving kindness, O God. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain is fair and lifted high, the joy of all the earth. On Mount Zion, the divine dwelling place, stands the city of the great king. In her palaces, God has shown himself to be a sure refuge. We have waited on your loving kindness, O God. For behold, the kings of the earth assembled and swept forward together. They saw and were dumbfounded. Dismayed, they fled in terror. Trembling seized them there, they writhed like a woman in labour, as when the east wind shatters the ships of Tarshish. As we had heard, so have we seen, in the city of the Lord of hosts, the city of our God. God has established her for ever. We have waited on your loving kindness, O God. We have waited on your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. As with your name, O God, so your praises reach to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of justice. Let Mount Zion rejoice and the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments, O Lord. Walk about Zion and go round about her, count all her towers. Consider well her bulwarks, pass through her citadels, that you may tell those who come after that such is our God for ever and ever. It is he that shall be our guide for evermore. We have waited on your loving kindness, O God. Father of lights, raise us with Christ to your eternal city, that with kings and nations we may wait in the midst of your temple and see your glory for ever and ever. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 48. 
by Malcolm Guide. I apologise once again, I found the wrong psalm on the proof texts I've been given. Um, so I'm going to have to try and find Psalm 48's poem. I have to confess I'm not aided by the fact that Malcolm has numbered all the psalms purely in Roman numerals. So it's always quite a mental exercise to do this. Psalm in response to Psalm, the poem in response to Psalm 48. For heaven's king has made the earth his home, not just the hill of Zion, but the whole round world. Call him from anywhere, he'll come to you and make his dwelling. Hail him in any language, he replies in your own mother tongue. For now your soul is his true Zion. And each day you rise already in the city of your God. So mark the towers and temples and apprise again the beauty of your new abode. Your soul is greater than you ever knew. Walk round its walls. Then take the holy road that winds towards its centre, where the new temple of his spirit shines and stands, where Christ himself is there to welcome you. A reading from the Gospel according to St John, chapter 2, beginning at verse 13. The Passover of the, of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. When he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in his name because they saw the signs that he was doing. But 
which Jesus, on his part, would not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people, and needed no one to testify about anyone, for he himself knew what was in everyone. A reflection on the passage from St John's Gospel by David Runcorn. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. All four Gospels record this highly dramatic event in the temple. All agree in emphasising the presence of the Passover festival in the background. But in the other three Gospels, this story happens late in the ministry of Jesus. It comes immediately after his triumphal entry into Jerusalem and clearly accelerates the events leading to his arrest and crucifixion. In terms of strict chronology, this this sequence probably makes the most sense. But John places this story at the very beginning of his Gospel. It comes immediately after the miracle at Cana, where he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. But that revelation was behind the scenes. So in John's account, Jesus' first public appearance is when he suddenly bursts into the temple in Jerusalem and violently trashes and cleans out the religious marketplace faith has become. It could not have been been more, more dramatic. John's narrative style is always more a theological reflection than a chronological biography. The importance lies in the meaning, not the fact of the event. It may be that John had in mind the prophecy of Malachi. See, the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, but who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and purifier of silver. Malachi chapter 3 verses 1 to 3. The word of life which was from the beginning we proclaim to you. The darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. The word of life which was from the beginning. That which we heard, which we saw with our eyes and touched with our hands, we proclaim to you. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of life, which was from the beginning, we proclaim to you. Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, To us is born a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And all the heavenly hosts now sing, Glory to God in the highest. To us is born a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord, and all the heavenly hosts now sing, Glory to God in the highest. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. To us is born a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And all the heavenly hosts now sing, Glory to God in the highest. Let us pray. We come before God, the God who, whom in Christ is both Saviour and cleansing judge. come to the temple of our hearts and we ask that it, they may be cleansed. ask God to help us to pray. To listen to the world around us, both physically now and with our inner ear. To lift up what we hear. fear, the anger, the weariness, the frustration, the perplexity, all the things that people are feeling and going through at this time. We pray for our nation entering lockdown again. We pray for parents with their children at home. Those who yesterday took them to school and now have them at home, having to explain to them, having to make space for them, having to teach them, having to make arrangements for them having to do their own work as well. We pray for teachers, especially head teachers and administrative teachers, having to make a sudden change of gear again from face-to-face -face teaching to work that children can do at home.
pray for all those whose businesses are being closed again. Adding to those who have already been closed under the tier system. We bring all the anger, despair, fear and anxiety that that causes. We pray for any who are known to us. And we thank God for those who continue to serve us. For those who will go on working in the supermarkets and in deliveries and in warehouses, sending things out. And for all the other essential services. And among them we pray not only for those who are working in hospitals with the sick and in health centres, fielding people's anxiety, but also those who are involved in the vaccination programme especially those who are administrators and involved with the logistics, that it may indeed be possible for great numbers of people to be vaccinated in a very short time. We continue to pray for lorry drivers and others involved in freight within countries and across borders. We pray for our police, having to enforce lockdown, and for all other members of the emergency services. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And as our psalm directed us to think of Zion, we pray for the Holy Land, for peace, justice and reconciliation, for the whole area around Jerusalem, for the area where there are more settlements being built, where Palestinians have been turned out of their homes, where there is simmering resentment and misery. We pray for those who govern and lead, both in Israel and in the Palestinian territories. And we pray for them particularly as they're also dealing with the coronavirus crisis and our unemployment resultant from very few tourists or pilgrims. We raise all these matters to you, O Lord, and all who are miserable today, but we also thank you for the message that you 
are in our hearts and in our world. We thank you for all who share that light and who exalt in your love. We pray that we may share that with others. Almighty God, in the good birth of your Son, you have poured on us the new light of your incarnate word and shown us the fullness of your love. Help us to walk in his light and dwell in his love, that we may know the fullness of his joy, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Rejoicing in the presence of God here among us, let us pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May God, who has called us out of darkness into his marvellous light, bless us and fill us with peace. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.